I'd like to make it a little bit funny. I yeah, guess. man, this is totally dope. That's awesome. I'm glad you approve, man. Yeah, man. Check out that sunset. Yeah. And it's like almost 11 o'clock here. Right? It's nuts. That's amazing. My buddy's here from L.A. He's tripping out every day. <laughs> Why? He doesn't get that there? No. Over there, it's, it's late by like 9 o'clock. Oh, seriously? Yeah. I it's... how that works out. Yeah, the farther north you are, the the longer the sun oh, takes to set. Okay. That's why up in the up in the territories, they call it the land of the midnight sun. Because right. the sun right. doesn't set till midnight. That totally makes sense. You're finishing work now, I presume? Uh, nah, no, not tonight. Not tonight. I just had to go pick up my, my vehicle at the, at the Holiday Inn here because okay. I had to lend my vehicle to somebody else. Okay, gotcha. Um, so you get your weekends off then? Yes, sir. Okay. What do you do here? I, uh, here at uh, Pro Star, I, uh, I work in the cleaning division, but I, I do a whole bunch of different stuff, so. Okay. You wear many hats. Yeah. Cool. But we do everything from like demos to uh, renovations, flood repairs, fires, Seriously. all that kind of stuff to like That's a lot. cleaning houses, okay. post-construction cleans, okay. all huh. kinds of different stuff. Okay. Sanitizing okay. different places for COVID and whatnot, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Okay. So it's been a busy time for you guys then? It has been, yeah. It's like one of your competitors now, I'm guessing. Uh, Apple Clean, well these guys uh, provide the cleaning supplies. One of the guys that are com our competitors that you'll see a lot of is uh, Service Master. Okay. Those yellow and blue trucks. I've seen them, yes. Yeah. Okay. I thought for some reason they were appliance or something. Service Master? Yeah. No, they're, uh, they're restoration. Okay. Same thing that we do. Is that a lucrative industry? It is. It is if, uh, if you know what you're doing. And I guess if you have enough clout to get clients in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially when uh, when the winter time hits and there's a lot of deep, like there's the big deep freezes. Yeah. There's a lot of per by, by, like pipes that burst and floods like that way. It's a lot of work. Did you fall into this work or did you choose it? Yeah, no, I fell into this work because I uh, I'm normally a DJ. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's a huge difference, there, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, big big difference. So do you prefer the one over the other? I definitely prefer DJing, man. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just to cover the the books, I, I guess. Yes, sir. Pay the mortgage, man. No, I totally hear you. And in pre-COVID times, were you able to rely on, on the DJing component? Yeah, that was that was that was, was I made a thing. I made an income to pay my mortgage out of that, so. Yeah. So you're hoping for those days again? Uh, yeah. Although I'm leaving now. What? I'm leaving. I'm headed to Mexico. Whoa, that's a huge... June, June 28th, brother. I'm, I'm leaving. I got a one-way ticket. Wow. And that's with your family? With, uh, no, just with the woman. Okay. She's got a house down there in Mexico, so we're okay. going to live down there for a bit. That's huge, man. Yeah. See how it goes. I rented out my condo here, so... Yeah. That's your first ever move down there? Uh, this, this kind of adventure, yeah. I lived down there for bits and pieces because yeah. I used to have a restaurant down there, but okay. but uh, yeah, it was like my first long-term yeah. venture there. So and obviously the things are evolving with your lady. Yeah. Along the line there. Yep. So hopefully, plan is we're gonna go down there, build a. 
build a small uh, restaurant kind of thing and yeah. develop it down there while, and then come back up here and do the same thing. That's the plan. So you really look, you're looking forward to all this here. Yeah, I know. I'm excited, man. In some sense, are you done with here for now? Um, I, I, I think I'm evolving into the next kind of chapter of my life. Yeah. So it's, uh, my mom passed away a couple months ago. And, um, you know, she always, she always wanted grandkids. And that's the one thing that we were working on. We were going to go down there and have some, some babies. And, yeah. and so she left before she could see them. But, uh. But yeah, no, the plan is still uh, still to go down there and make the babies and yeah. make uh, make a game plan for when we come back, okay. build something nice. Life is quite unexpected and the challenges it brings along the way, isn't it? It is. It is, man, because no matter how much you think you prepare for things, life always throws a curveball that you'll never know what to do with. There's no, there's no foolproof game plan. The best thing you can do is just have a positive attitude, man. Roll with the punches and yeah. do the, make the best of what you got. I think that spirit of resiliency, as good as it is, is a challenge for many other people who maybe don't have. It's not easy, man. The resources to get there. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not easy because a lot of people are are, are very scared of change. Are very scared of you know. You know, not knowing where they're at, not being comfortable in the situation, they're 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 uh, hard pressed to be out of their comfort zone. Yeah. Jose. Yes, sir. One of the things I do when I get a chance uh, with some of my rides, yep. I like to feature them with my followers on my platform, just by way of encouraging those people to follow my work and connect with people along the way. Okay. I'd love to feature our conversation. If you feel comfortable. If you don't, I totally want to honor a no answer as well because that's totally legitimate as well too. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. You're okay with that? Yeah. Okay. So do you record? Do you record the conversations? I do. Do you record everything here? I, I, I do. Yes. I've got okay. A camera here. I've got. Um, uh, but this would be more audio here. Okay. Uh, and so yeah, I'll, I'll leave my card so you can see kind of a little bit of what I do along the way, and what my jam is. Here, let me see if I can pull up the character. Same as me. All right, cool. Yeah. Binium. That's me. That's dope. Kinesiologist. I love that. Kinesiologist. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, man. Okay, brother. I wish you well. Hey, man. We're good to meet, man. Yeah, it should okay. be uh, should be a fun one. Actually, you know what? Yeah. Can we go actually just around the corner? Because that's where my vehicle is. I'm happy to see you some steps. Thanks, brother. No worries. Which one are we looking for here? Just uh, over to the right. You'll see uh, in the underground parking there. Oh, okay. That's the corner here. Yeah, yeah, some I'm friends came from, some friends came from out of town, so they borrowed my truck. Yeah. And so I uh, came and picked them up in the truck to take them to the airport, and I left my vehicle here. So oh, I see. Okay. I'm just going to pick it up. Right on. So another one. There it is. Which one? A little white one there. Oh, right here. Oh, I don't know. Little our vehicle. Yeah. Cool. All right, brother. All right. All right, Benjamin. Thanks very much, buddy. The pleasure is mine, man. Cheers, my man. Thank you. Cheers, bro. Very nice to meet you, man. Happy trails. Thanks, brother. Okay. Ciao. Bye. How is this coming? How should I find you? <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you, Nicole. Nice to meet you. My name is Benjamin. <laughs> Are you just finishing your work? Yep. Welcome to the end of it. <laughs>
Oh, it's not lasting for too long. I gotta open in the morning. Oh no! So you can be tonight then. Oh, I don't drink anyways, so or do anything. Okay. So I go home to my kitty and I study for school. What are you studying? Medical administration. Okay. Are you a tattoo artist? No, I'm just the receptionist. Receptionist. So I have no artistic abilities <laughs> whatsoever. So you just walk from the sidelines as they do your stuff. <laughs> yeah, pretty so. much. And you're studying for? Medical administration. You just mentioned that. Yeah. Okay. It's actually really cool. I enjoy it. What is it about that that you're like, oh, this is intriguing? Um, well, my entire family's in the medical field. Yeah. And I really want to... Ooh, the sunset. Sunset. It's like my favorite thing about when I do walk home. Yeah. <laughs> um, my entire family's in the medical field. I wanted to do nursing, but I'm now onto my third knee surgery, so I'm not actually able to do the long standing hours. So I took what I could do second best and work in hospitals. <laughs> and that's as a medical administrator. Mm -hmm. cool. Hopefully at the children's hospital, I really want to work with kids. So uh, that's my goal. <laughs> yeah. I imagine there's a component where it'll be rewarding, but then also challenging in the sense that yeah. you see a lot more uh, dynamics that even like, law enforcement and EMS find challenging. Right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, my little sister um, was in another children's hospital her entire childhood, so it's kind of like both of us are going into the medical field now because of it, so we're hopefully going to do both of our practicums at the same hospital. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So you guys are pretty close, too. Yeah, which is funny because she's six years younger than me. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. You just did a few of the things along the way. Mm -hmm. Waiting for her. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty neat. So it, in some sense, it's quite personal for you both. Yeah, it definitely is. And we both kind of have that mindset of not letting what we see get to us. Yeah. Especially in that field, because she wants to become a paramedic. So yeah. it's definitely got to have a thick shell for things like that. Absolutely. How long did you know you wanted to do this for? Um, I mean, I was in school for travel and tourism, and then like the medical was my backup because I just wanted to see where my knee was at first. And then I got like really bad news about my knee, obviously. So I kind of once I graduated from my travel uh, diploma, I realized like it wasn't what I wanted to do. So taking this now. Yeah. to come to terms with like your expectations um, being dampened by not Oh, definitely, because I've been dealing with this since I was 16, so I'm now, my third one's this Friday, and it's a double knee surgery, so it's definitely something that I've slowly learned not to get me down, but it gets hard, especially when you're a really active person. That's this coming Friday. Right? Yeah. I mean, it happens. It's nothing that I can really dwell on. At least it's going to help me walk better. So that's all I can really think about. <laughs> I think as I'm getting older, I reflecting on the limitations my body imposes on me now. Mm -hmm. So once upon a time, I was really, I mean, I still am. I'm still quite able-bodied, but I just have limits now that are a lot more... Yeah, and I mean, like, I broke my knee in six places playing rugby, so... <laughs> Is that what initiated all this? Yeah. 
finding your rider because uh, there's lots of people around. I don't have a picture of them, but uh, I was able to call her and she's on the way. So I'll just grab the door for them. Here they are, Robin and company. fighting with the engines of the motorcycles yeah yeah, yeah. well you know it's it's a bit of a like it's a loud area yeah. Yeah. and yep and there's lots of people there yeah and, and the traffic's people. terrible so <laughs> indeed but i'm glad we found each other yes yeah. yeah thank you so much you're welcome so it's robin and alistair alistair well robin and dad will do yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you both thanks Alistair, I'm trying to remember the significance of the day today. Just give me a second here. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. <laughs> Check that out. That's pretty. Uh, that's old a cool truck, truck, eh? It is a cool truck, yeah. There's actually there's a truck in my neighborhood that's um like an old truck like that, and it's mm -hmm. so cool. Every time I pass it, I'm like, that's such a cool truck. Like if there was a truck to own, yeah, that is it. Like, like an F-150 <laughs> like that would yeah. be great. Yeah. yeah. Well, I remember when those were still new. Wow, but then I'm old. What year do you think that this one here is? That one there, yeah. I would give it a 1965, 66. Oh my goodness. My dad yeah. knows cars, so I would trust it. <laughs> I don't know cars that well, but I just judging, I would say 1960, mid 60s. Judging by like the style of the vehicle? Yeah, yeah, just from what I remember okay. of trucks from that era. Mid 60s. Very cool. I do not know vehicles very well, so I'm very happy to. So you're just like, I believe you. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm estimating. It could be, it could be a little, it could be a few. Give or few take years. a few or, years. No, not, not take, like you could, maybe a little earlier. Like I remember I had this uh, 1962 Chevy Impala once. It was old. I owned it, right? Huh. In the 70s when I had it. But it's similar sort of that front end styling that they had back then. Hmm. But by the time it got to the late 60s, it was not like that. Anymore. 
Yeah. Huh. Help me understand the allure to old. Well, just because the there are only so many of them around, and it's it's there. I mean, the way they used to make vehicles then. Yeah. They had there was a certain personality to it. You know, a car was a. Uh, I don't know. They still make them like that anymore. I'm not saying they're necessarily better. They're not. Um, cars are better today probably than they've ever been. Yeah, I'm intrigued by that because I mean it's more efficient today. And, and oh yeah. And the Lord to the old ones, especially of, of that era. Right. Then of my generation, which is like in the 80s, 90s, right. you don't see those as being preserved in the same way. Not to the same extent. No. Exactly. And so that's why I find really intriguing. Is it just seems to be like stuck in one generation. It doesn't carry on to ours for some reason. And, right. Uh, yeah, that's uh That is interesting. Why wouldn't it? I don't know. Um, Maybe it will one day though. No, Maybe no. like in future generations that like vintage kind of eighties style car will make a resurgence. Maybe. Um You know. Yeah, that I, could I be. Not to the same degree. <laughs> I don't think so because I, I don't I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, yeah. There's a certain styling that cars like you got to go back say. to the era. It's the era. Yeah, that's fair. It's the grand era of the automobile. Okay? That's fair. Yeah. And car, you know, your vehicle was a statement about your personality to some degree. There that's was, fair. Uh, uh, and I mean, you know, certainly <clears throat> cars were a, mile, a lot less efficient, a lot less safe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's, I mean, there's a whole mess of reasons. It's a good thing that we don't drive cars like that anymore. <laughs> okay. And I would not want to go back to that in any permanent way. But if I, if there was no object to me, would I want a classic car? Sure. It would be fun to have. Be, yeah. nice. be cool. Yeah, very cool. Lots of, uh, and, and I do appreciate them. I think there, there's some of them, especially if you go back into the 40s and before that into the 30s and 20s. They're like works of art, you yeah, know? That's yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's yeah, like, okay. you know. Especially now because like our current one uh, has shifted a little bit to the dynamic of mass production. I was, yeah, well, yeah, that, that was just my thought was just, you know what, because yeah. after well, that it's it was- it's always been mass production though. Ever oh. since Henry Ford, it's okay. been mass production. Okay, but still like, if you think about it, like they've been like mass produced for, I mean, let's face well, it, there's just more people. Cars, there's yes, more, there's people, more people, there's, you know. Yeah, but there's also... And, and efficiency too, like there's, it's not so much a craft anymore. It's more so of just like how many of these can we pump out. Well, um, it's also, I mean, they're, they're, I think they're, they're goes... less distinct from one another than we used to be. Perhaps. I mean, well, look, there's an Acura ahead of us yeah. and there's a Toyota right next right. to it. Yeah. You're yeah. going to be pretty hard pressed at a casual... The uniformity they, of they, the they style. Very, very similar to it, yeah. don't they? And you see that one right there, that other Nissan right yeah. there? Yeah. Look at this car. I mean, how similar yeah, is it? Yeah, I think yeah. it's a very similar car yeah, in many, sure. many respects. It's, it's sure. the same. It's the same yeah. design. Right. Right? So there's, it's that unique style. I mean, you're in a Hyundai here. Yeah, that's right. That's a Nissan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, fair enough. And certainly, they are. There's going to be minor changes, a bit differences in the way yeah. execution, what I would call yeah. execution. Yeah. But even that is yeah. becoming more and more homogeneous. Yeah. Yes, whole, you know, yeah. the screen looks the same in every car. Yeah. It may not be in exactly the same position, sure. but they're all they're all happening. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Everything is always basically laid out in a very similar way and using very similar materials. But I mean, arguably, older cars are, you were, were also kind of uniform in their time. Not really be from, no. 
Well, not so much because, yes. Because there's kind of a distinctive style from the, those well, eras. Well, okay, but each manufacturer had very, very distinct... Like Looks? It, uh, yeah, very different. It was very... Like, the yeah, they're totally different. Mm. I mean, you, if you... But also, cars, okay, okay, if you think about it too, then there's been like... They did copy one another, of course. I mean, you know, they did all of that. And, but if you also think about it, like, a lot of those places have also been like bought out by one another so like everything's kind of owned by so of course well, like everything no, kind of looks right. similar been, there, there hasn't been a lot of consolidation in the automobile industry for quite some time actually um i mean no that's actually ford is ford uh, uh chrysler is chrysler gm is gm yeah i know but Nissan, gm has Mercedes. like what uh well gm is the largest uh, GM yeah. and, and, and they, they own how... is not the largest car company. Anyways, I mean, I don't know a lot about cars. I'm kind of like GM talking out of my ass right, right now, there. but I feel like <laughs> it's significant to say that Focus may not be like um, the premium old uh, rendition that is valued as much as the Cadillac from way back with the big fins, for example. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, back when the, the aerodynamics didn't matter, you put a big motor yeah. up, yeah. Yeah. through the atmosphere. <laughs> 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 yeah. Right? yeah, they Who were very boxy, it? kind of. <laughs> they were. They were like yeah. aerodynamics. But this is did what I'm saying matter. is that they had a very similar kind of sure. aesthetic. Yes, that's true. And I would agree with that. That's true of every era. Exactly, and that's yeah. kind of the point that I'm making but is that like that vintage kind of style. It was also somewhat kind of uniform and that like it 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 was well it was mass it, like it ha exactly and there there was kind of a uniform aesthetic going sure, on but kind of like how there is now yeah, well okay yes yes true and, and frankly cars in the last 10 years have improved dramatically from where they were in the previous 20 years before that. I mean, the older style is I mean, still cool style, style, style wise, <laughs> but if you look at a classic car compared to a car today, I'm sorry, I think it's kind of style. You give me a 19, you know, 30, whatever Buick or, yeah, they look great. Yeah, they do. They're cool. They're yeah, super they're cool. cool. They look great. So, and, sorry? There are some um, models that have not changed, but have retained their value over time find that another intriguing aspect. Well, like, give me an example. Mercedes G-Wagon has okay. kept its similar box shape. Like, it has got renditions of shift. Right. Well, sort of. For it's my, well, it's it slight, right? Minor, I mean, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. the C-Series. I mean, it's, you know, it keeps evolving a little bit at a time, but it never makes, but that's because Mercedes is a very, very conservative company that way. I mean, they, they make design changes incrementally, by and large, unless they come out with their, you know, really fancy supercars. I mean, you look at the Gullwing, a 1950s Gullwing is a unique automobile. Okay. It's, there's very, it's not very many of them ever made, sure. not many of them on the road. Sure. And if you can't, if, I, I personally think of it as a work of art. That's what I look at it as. Mm. I do think it's form and function and design and style yeah. all so incredible. Like yeah. the, like the Jaguar E-Type, okay? They, they, you know, yeah, that's another one. Right? I mean, they're yeah. they're beautiful. I don't they care curve. what you say about yeah. it. They're beautiful. Sure. And um, you know, and, and for all the same reasons. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. And those are not made. Those, you know, and if they were to make them, it would be a, it would be a ersatz. You know, cheap imitation. Right. 
Well, I think that's also like one of the big reasons why cars aren't kind of made the same way anymore is like um, the materials they use are kind of cheaper. They cut corners. Oh, right. Um, right. You what, know? now? Yeah. Well, yeah, they're, well, they're using uh, ES and no, yeah, yeah. the plastic, a lot of plastics, which isn't yeah. so great, although they're mandating reusable plastics. Yeah. And, uh, Even the body is like just little pieces that... Yes, but they're actually yeah. they're pretty sturdy and strong. They actually will take a, a much harder, harder crash than the older cars will. The, I, I've noticed now too, once upon a time, like back in my day, it was okay for a car to be dinged and banged up. But today's model of cars, if you like ding your bumper, you have to like replace the bumper. Oh yeah, 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 that's right. It, yeah, yeah, yeah the whole thing, I know. And it's yeah. culturally aesthetic not to drive around a beater like that, right? If I yeah. pull up with a, my bumper hanging off, you guys probably feel <laughs> less <laughs> than comfortable getting that, in my yeah, vehicle, even though it still drives down. Right. right? Yeah. So there's an aesthetic look now that it seems that values in our culture, at least, um, complete wholeness and presentability, right? That is also a huge well, thing. Is that yeah, yeah presentability has yeah. become has also changed. Well, um, and, and what is acceptable? I agree. Yeah. But also, yeah. let's be the technology has changed, and also how cars are being used is changing. Cars are changing from like your own personal mobility machine into a utility. Yeah. You know, like yeah. if you go to Toronto now, yeah. most a lot of people don't own cars anymore. If they yeah. need a car, they have the ride shares. Sure. You know. Well, you, you know, know, and that's why I never drove in Toronto. That's why well, I never why got my license you? in Toronto. Because yeah, why would you? I mean, yeah. there's no point. Yeah. You know, there's CTC everywhere. When the transit's I, everywhere. You got subways. You got exactly. When I first moved to Calgary, yeah, yeah, and I told people I didn't drive, they were like, they looked at me like I was an alien. Yeah. Right. They <laughs> well, in a way you were. Oh, check this place out. Uh, yeah, this place is cool. Um, and the other um, conversation that I see coming up on the horizon is with the new electronic car option. Well, that's right. Tesla. <coughs> so there's people who are saying, yeah, it might be functional and, and safe in some capacity, but there's people who still value the sound and the feel of an engine. Uh, and working on an engine, you know, or the tools or something along those lines. Apparently, yeah. apparently, yeah. because electric cars are so quiet, yeah. but apparently <laughs> for some reason, government regulation still requires it to make noise, yeah. but you can program whatever noise that you want it to no. make. <laughs> no, that's not entirely true. And as a matter of fact, it's being mandated that they have to make noise. That's right. Yeah, no, that's um, exactly my point. And this has already happened in Europe. Yeah, but oh, it's not. That was nearly an accident right there. Holy jumping. Uh, but I pulled out of the left turn lane right in front of that guy. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, but uh, no, no, I know they are. That's it's mandated that they, that they make noise, but it doesn't. It's not mandated what, what noise they make, no, and I you know, can and program the noise to well, make. No, 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 actually, it, it hasn't really started to happen like that yet. And in fact, manufacturers are starting to figure out what kinds of noises their cars should make. And this is, I'm sure that has ha I'm sure that has sparked a yeah a Well, this has been going thing. on for quite a while actually. Um, and uh, what's happening in Europe? And Europe is probably going to set the standards for this. The government, the EU, is saying no. You are all going to sound like a car. It's going to sound. People are going to know yeah. what, what a car sounds like because you have to be able to recognize that that's what it is. Well, and yeah. If you hear, if you hear an internal combustion people. engine. You will know exactly. Yeah. Children, everybody, yeah. your own self, looking the wrong way as you step off the curb, which people can do. Yeah. <laughs> if something distracts you for whatever sure. reason, it happens. Sure. But anyway, so they're actually going to mandate this, and once it happens in one gigantic market like that, yeah. then it becomes like, well, we're not going to do it differently everywhere because it costs too much money. Yeah. And if, if it proves to be successful, 
uh, uh, measure proves to be successful, yeah. then, then they would just replicate it, I would think, as they do, because that's what we are now, is we're into the era of the global manufacturing platform. That's another difference with, with classic cars, by the way, yeah. to bring it back, seeing as we're getting close <laughs> to where we're going, yeah. is that you know, they weren't so standardized on a global scale at all. As a matter of fact, you know, there was That's two or true. three. Yeah. There was only two or three regions in the world that were leaders in the manufacturing industries, and those were Western Europe and North America, and uh, to a lesser degree, um, you know, other parts of the world like, well, Asia, of course, and Japan. Japan. Yeah. Well, Japan, but made in Japan in the '60s was considered a joke. Really? Yeah. Interesting. No. Because, I mean, By the 1970s, made cars they started to right overtake are... the best cars in the world. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, along with the Germans, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah for sure. Uh, well, that's just it, right? Like, yeah, I guess, like, manufacturing around the world has become, become But it's become a more, global platform. Yeah. It, 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 you know, components are made in all markets, all everywhere, yeah. and they're shipped in these vast quantities. So a certain amount of standardization yeah. becomes a necessity. Because how are these parts to be interchangeable? And maybe that's not a bad thing because interchangeability means that, you know, availability and cost comes down. So, you know. Anyway, we're moving into the era of the electric car and that's coming so fast now. It is, and actually, like, I know a lot of manufacturers are saying that they're going to start phasing out uh, fuel cars. They've already been. Yeah, they've already started. Yeah. Maybe commitment, the thing by 2030 or... Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah. So, yeah, most manufacturers won't be making them past 2030, 2035 or something. Yeah. So, you know what? I'm okay with it. We were talking about this with the last ride we had, right? Yeah, we were. Yeah. And, uh, like, think about it. You'll never. But he became from an interesting standpoint because he grew up long, in an oil and gas family. Right, and had been a long haul trucker. Too. Exactly. So he came from an interesting um, point of view perspective. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. But, but think about it, you won't have to change your oil ever again once you drive an electric guitar. Electric guitar? My mind's going two places at once. Right? Electric car. I, and I, then, uh, sorry? I, I was just going to say, I, I, close here. I, I, I must make a request of you guys. This has been such a fascinating conversation. <laughs> fascinating. But here, the request is this, and before I make the request, I'd love to encourage you to say no if it's not your jam at all, because it's not everyone's jam. All right. When I don't drive my Uber, on occasion I'll come across conversations as intriguing as this one. I'm like, I'd love to share this with my audience, my platform, where basically I love featuring conversations that are intriguing, especially by way of encouraging them to say, here's what could be when you're connecting with strangers in general, but just with people that you may not understand or know beforehand kind of thing. Yeah, of course. Uh, but I would love to get permission first because, it's, like I said... So uh, what, what, what is your plot? What is this thing you do? I, I so know you're I leading into something here. That's okay. Uh, so this is my handle on my car right. there. Right. Um, Asfes. That's me. Kindnessologist. Uh, I like that. That's pretty I cool. That. I like that kindnessologist thing. I appreciate that. So that's uh, the That's a very cool thing to be Thank doing. Thank you. So that's what I, I use my influence. Well, sure, of course you can, as far as I'm concerned. I appreciate that. I just want to make sure I had buy-in before I do, because my followers know I don't do anything unless I have enthusiastic consent. And so right. if of course. you follow my, um, my work, basically it's my way of encouraging others in what human interaction and connection could look like in a time when many feel uncomfortable or like they're kind of lost in trying to access it. And I like presenting models of what could be. And uh, that's my main investment there on uh -huh. the sideline. 
So how long have you been driving Uber for? Two years. And how wow. is it working out for you? I'm loving it. Are I'm you? Amazing. Well, I mean, of course, you mean, I used to drive cabs, so I know what it's like when you're okay. meeting people that are, you know. It's just I drove right cab, yeah, right here. I used to drive cab in the big city of yeah. T.O., man, back in the 80s, 70s and 80s. Yeah. Well, the 80s, really, I guess. Yeah. yeah 80s, 80s, not 70s. But, uh, yeah. And so I met a lot of people that way too. I am loving it for that reason. Oh, yeah? <laughs> how's the money? Is it all right? I money, mean, you know, I, I work long hours, so I put in maybe 14 hours, 16 hours. Oh, a that's day. a long day. Oh. Please, but I mean, the thing is, I, I enjoy it okay, immensely. And so right. it, it really seems like hard labor for me. Um, uh -huh. uh, I love it. Still a long day, though. It is a long day, yes. Yeah, yeah for sure. But one where um, I find I'm relishing it. And then. Um, but there's also the wear, the care, and the cost of, on the car, right? That's true. You know, that's like true. that's when I'm I, looking after all that as well. So that's right. I mean, yeah. you know, that, that's it's yeah. But in my estimation, I mean, like I, the primary reason why I started my platform was just more so to encourage other drivers, because I mean, um, my experience have been so favorable, and uh, reviews I was getting back was really encouraging, and so I thought maybe there's something I could do to encourage other drivers who right. are trying to figure the way out forward. You know, so the intention was just to start off saying, hey, other um, fellow Uber drivers, here's what I'm finding works along the way and I'd love to encourage you uh, with my experience. Yeah. Well, I'm going to follow Benny, you on Instagram. I'll look up, I'll go to your website, we'll be in touch. But you know, it's that. a real pleasure meeting you Likewise. and uh, yeah. good luck with your uh, with what you're doing. I hope to see you guys again along well, the way. I won't be here yeah. very often because I live on the other side of the country. Oh, but. I see, I see. <laughs> but maybe I'll see you. I will be delighted. And I will yeah. definitely give you a follow on Instagram. Thank you, Robin. Yeah. I appreciate that. Have a good night. Same to you, dear. Good night. Thanks. Too bad. Am I saying welcome to or welcome back? Or? Welcome back. Where were you? I uh, just stopped in Edmonton visiting family for the weekend. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Is that coinciding with Father's Day? Yeah. Gotcha. So. And you went up for the weekend, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, I went up Thursday and just worked from there for on Friday. So. Ah, nice to have that option. For yeah. For sure. What do you do for work? I work for TELUS. I do long-term uh, strategy planning. So, okay. yeah, basically, as long as I have an internet connection, I can work from just about anywhere. So, is that going to be like a permanent transition for the remote work? Uh, e even before COVID, I went into the office maybe once every two weeks. You don't say. Okay. Yeah. So. So you're quite well suited to that dynamic. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, it was pretty easy. What do you like about the job? Ah, uh, it's, it's challenging and it's something, there's a lot of repetition, but there's always something new going on too. So a yeah. little bit of, you know, both. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. Nice. Yeah. How's the bus service between here and there? Uh, not great. Not so great. <laughs> yeah. Now, did you use a Greyhound before this came into inception? Uh, I used, well, I've taken E-Bus, Greyhound, and Red Arrow. Yeah. It's all... Similar. Yeah, they're all basically the same. They're all, it all depends on what time yeah. the bus is going. Like, yeah. 
right now, there's like Red Arrow's, I guess, the best of them, the most comfortable of them, but uh, it leaves here at noon and leaves Edmonton at noon. It's yeah. not really an ideal time, time for either. Yeah. So, uh, like a three hour trip through or more? Uh, three and a half, four hours. Okay. Yeah, so. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, there's a service, uh, an app service called, what is it called? Ride, ride uh, anyway, the, the very premise of this app is if someone's going there, it's yeah. like Uber, but you can like buy a seat for them. Yeah. Super cheap. Have you heard of this or not? No. Oh, man. Um, so it's just like the the ones who are traveling say I'm going to Vancouver. Yeah. I'll put it on this app saying, Hey, I'm going here on this date or this time kind of thing. Yeah. And so if if you wanted to ride along and, yeah. and it had like three extra seats, uh, you'd be able to pay. I don't know. Okay. Uh, it, it's actually super cheap though. So yeah. here in Edmonton, it's probably like thirty bucks or something. Yeah. Like that. It's just yeah, riding with somebody and someone in their vehicle. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's an, an option that might work yeah. for you or not. See, and like, well, on Thursday as I went up, I went, I was working and I, I was like actually on calls. So. So it was awkward. Well, but like, I guess like being on the bus was a little bit better than like being with just like one oh, other person I type see. thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And are the buses fairly full? Uh. Or it's kind of spacious still? It's kind of spacious still. Right. Like, uh, going there, the yeah. bus was pretty empty. Okay. Coming back today, it was three quarters full, I'd say, probably. Okay, okay. Maybe 80%. Yeah. Gotcha. So. I saw um, one of the taxi orders that I follow. They taxied on someone, a Greyhound bus, so that was obviously meaning to them. Yeah. But, uh, they brought me back to be like, oh yeah, that was a thing once upon a time. <laughs> Yeah. I think it quite surprised me when they called and closed down the drop. Yeah. Well, and like, there is a lot of, um, like, more remote communities that that was really their only, right? Like, Edmonton to Calgary, and like, it stops in Red Deer, so sure. you got that. Like, they're, that corridor is still yeah. covered, but like, there's a lot of. Oh. Daniel! <laughs> I'm awesome! <laughs> nice to see you! I'm flying tomorrow, 5 a.m. in the morning! I'll call you! Okay! I'll call you, brother! <laughs> so he has an amazing story. <laughs> he has an amazing story. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness, I didn't. <laughs> he, um, actually, it, it's it's Speed more of a and red light camera in 300 meters. Was Speed limit is 50 kilometers per hour. In the world in microbiology culture. Okay. And so a cannabis company here aggressively went to Spain where he lived. Yeah. And said, we want you working for us. Please come and, you know, bring your expertise because he's like one of the few. Yeah. So finally he relented and said, okay. So he moved him, his um, fiance at the time. Yeah. And him over here. Came and uh, invested like a couple of years and just brought all his knowledge and technology and helped him refine a really beautiful product. Yeah. And on the day of that completion of that product, as they were planning you know, many more years to get in business, yeah. the company said, Sam, actually you're fired now. You're, oh. you're done with your kind of thing. 
I did not know this story, and so like he was my Uber, you know, driving. Yeah. So I um, I was just sharing one of my experiences, which inspired him. He's like, oh my goodness, I'm so glad because it was just one of those really good stories that I experienced. Yeah. I'm so encouraged that there's goodness in humanity. And then he shared his story with me. And what I do uh, when I don't drive my Uber, I share a lot of my experiences with my followers online. Yeah. With permission, of course. Yeah. And so. Um, me permission to share his story that he shared. It's a heartbreaking story. Yeah. And then um, the cannabis community online caught wind of my story that, that I just yeah. featured on him. Some of the cannabis magazines, roll papers, or yeah, saw me out saying, can we connect with this guy here? Yeah. And uh, they just featured his story and sort of brought more light to this industry that, well, this one company specifically yeah. in Canada is just being so shady like that. Yeah, that's so, a very like poor business practice oh, totally. on their part like that's and so uh his his of course his account works right now and so he's heading back tomorrow and so i've been yeah. trying to connect with him since then yeah i mean we have each other's contact but i better call him yeah call him and say hey yeah. we'd sit down and <laughs> yeah but nonetheless i think he was encouraged at least that there's still good expressions because there's an overwhelming amount of interest yeah on the cannabis industry saying that's so not cool yeah they're gonna bully clients and yeah. Specific. But I still have this card right here. <laughs> this is card right here. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, and so, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. That was unexpected. That's yeah. happened two times to me now. I was driving one time uh, along the way, and this car was keeping track with me while I was driving. And finally, I look over, and it's a dad, his wife, and the kids on the back. The windows are rolled down, they're waving at me. The dad has his phone showing me my account. And I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Well, now you know a little bit more about me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unexpectedly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Last uh, two nights ago, I was driving up Sarsky Trail. Yeah. I never met this guy before. It was like 11, no, it was 2 o'clock in the morning. Like yeah. late, late, and it was dark. And he's passing me, and he just glances over, and he recognizes me. I, I've never met him before, so they, they recognize me before I even recognize yeah. him. He's just waving at me and he sends me a message later saying, Oh, it's me! Speaking of which, I would love to share our time together if you're game for it. Sure. I'm happy if you are not, because it's yep. not everyone's jam. Yeah. I'd be happy to, yeah, sure. thank you for being willing to do that. Yeah, no, happy to. That's fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's been a really integral way of inspiring or encouraging a lot of people who I didn't even know needed encouragement in times like these, yeah. right? You know, where it's like, life can be pretty crappy and you're yeah. isolated. And oh, I know that, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people out there having a really hard time with a lot of things, Absolutely. so, yeah. Yes, I am. My name is Binion David Allen. How are you? I am doing well. Thank you for asking. Happy Sunday evening to you. Yeah, it's beautiful out, isn't it? It's fantastic. Perfect weather. 
<laughs> Thank you, man. <clears throat> I don't think I got three hots today at all. No, I got just enough for me. No, I'm from Los Angeles. You don't say. Yeah. Have you ever been there? I've never been there, no. There's a marketing agency I'm currently working with from Los Angeles right now. Oh, cool. But I've never been there. Yeah. Give me a comparison between here and there. The biggest. Well, LA's a huge city. Very cosmopolitan. Yeah. A lot more people. Yeah. Uh, teeming, bustling metropolis, okay. if that makes sense. Yep. Um, this I'm seems more like a smaller town, quainter. Yeah. Uh, that's probably the biggest. And, you know, coming out of COVID, everything's getting back to normal, meaning you have traffic and all that. Yeah. I've never been to Calgary. I've been many other places in Canada, but I actually I worked in Edmonton a few years ago, but uh, I thought that was Calgary, but it's not. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little bit different. Sally. Well, when I came back, I was like, "Yeah, man, where's Edmonton?" They're like three hours that way. Uh -oh. required of us you are have to be because you're required you're giving a service you have to read the customer yeah. every customer is different I'm not to tell you some are agitated some need to be assuaged some you know some others I'm sure they want you to party with them yeah there's a mm -hmm. whole collided but even on a more personal level I would say in the way that we all posture ourselves in community in public there's a certain front suite offer mm -hmm. that is distinctly different from the self that we live with in our minds mm -hmm. and our, like you're when you would get out of bed kind of of course frame, you know? so I, I would say that the person we present is it has to be that part of you that you feel protected by you know what I mean yeah Especially with superficial interaction. Yeah. You know. Yep. You want it you want it to be smooth. Especially when we're working. Nine times out of ten, we're not looking for a spiritual experience. You just kinda wanna get the transaction over your business or yep. whatever. And um And yet that's how we argue in the midst of us doing all these things for that sense of safety. Mm-hmm. We miss the 
four of what I would argue we desperately want to experience, and that is that connection that is meaningful with someone else. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to gain trust, you have to feel uh, safe enough to be your real self. And a lot of times it's not transformation, it's not, you know what I mean? It's more just uh, putting your guard down to be open. You can't receive anything if you're not open, just like you can't give anything. Even, even though, you know, this culture, it takes many other cultures to make up this culture. Like, I don't know what kind of family you grew up in. You don't know that about me. A lot of times we come from different cultures, quote unquote, foreign, yeah. other cultures, but we're here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that you have to negotiate all of that as well. But it's... It's good. It's exciting when you meet or have great experiences and kindred spirits along the way. Exactly. Yeah. You don't have to watch the news so much, and then yeah, it's not all death and destruction. But if you pull up right to this light, that's yeah. where I'm at. <clears throat> Question for you. Mm-hmm. Feel free to say no because I do value that answer as well. When I don't drive my Uber, I love encouraging my viewers that I have on my platform with some great conversations that come along. I'd love to feature this one, but only if you're over comfortable with it. I like enthusiastic consent, but I guess um, it's not Yeah, because you're, you filmed this. I filmed this. Sure. <laughs> pretty much all you're getting is... <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> There's only that, too. But um, if, the other aspect is, if it's uncomfortable for any reason, I, I do value that. My followers know that uh, hell yes is kind of like what I go with. When they have this partnership mm-hmm. with those, I make a request of. No, I don't mind. I mean, it's exactly. cool, man. I'm happy to meet you. Yeah, man, you take care. I shake your I hand, know. but we're trying to live, right? I'll do that. Hey, Absolutely. man, take care. All right, bye-bye. Have a good visit. Okie doke. Hello, hello. Hi. My name is Binyam. Nice, nice to, to meet, meet you. you as well. Sunday. It's good. Why is it a good Sunday for you? Uh, it's just relaxed. Oh, got my second shot today. So. Oh, you did? Yeah. How are you feeling after your second shot? I got a fever after my first, so they said my second will be better. Oh, good. Yeah. So a better forecast. Yeah. Do you feel safer now? No. No, <laughs> not yet. Maybe when more people get there, perhaps. Yeah. That makes more sense. What are your plans this evening? Oh, just to hang out with uh, friends. Oh, lovely. Yeah. 
How do you pronounce your name correctly, by the way? Uh, you can call me Cynthia. Cynthia. Yes. I will do so then, Cynthia. <laughs> it's a little bit easier. How is the original pronounced? Uh, it's Xin. Xin. Yeah. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I think there's not that sound in uh, English. English language? Yeah, so. It is interesting how English is a predominant language around the world, mm -hmm. but it has many limitations that other languages have yeah. more familiarity with, right? Mm -hmm. I know even in my language, there are some sounds that are not reflected in the English language, too. Right. So sounds it's difficult for English speakers to understand reproduce it even yeah yeah for yeah. sure <laughs> I, I agree I think even you know um, some like Spanish words when people roll the R's yeah. and things like that like oh, no. I can't you can't do that no <laughs> too hard rolling the R's so some people can't do that but all they can do is R and then others can like roll things R yeah, yeah, you can't do it. I can't. It's so hard. <laughs> it's an interesting thing when you learn linguistics mm -hmm. to understand how the mouth works and where the sounds are made. So oh. when you describe it to someone, it may be difficult unless you say, here's what you do with the tip of your tongue on this part right here on the roof, for example. Yeah. <laughs> here's where your, your, your airflow comes from. And yeah, it's just a very fascinating area to, to understand. Where are you from, Cynthia? I'm from China. I was just driving two Chinese ladies. Oh, really? And I finished telling them, I have not Speed and Chinese red light camera in 300 time. meters. Oh. I've Speed limit is 50 kilometers per hour. Mm -hmm. And a lot of Filipinos. Gotcha. But no Chinese, which is unusual because I'm used to meeting a lot of. A yeah, because we are very, um, you know, cause because of COVID, we are less. We're going out less, I, I would say. Yeah. So because we think, you know, it's good for to protect, you know, the society sure. not to hang out in the outside before everyone got vaccinated. But yeah. I feel like now since every like the rate is definitely rising yeah. to it's to a point where I like it's so, kind of safe. And also yeah. like for me, I have my second dose, so I feel like it's a, a good time. More, yeah. yeah. I understand. studies that brought you to Canada? No, I studied in the U.S. Okay. Yeah. So you came to North America to study? Yes. And then why the move from U.S. to Canada? Uh, it's kind of complex, okay. but um, but I like it here. You do? So. Yeah, I really like Calgary. I feel like it's a good size of a city. Yeah. Have both the quietness of a city and also the like the business, like the busy side of it. So it's yeah. like a good good mix. So you finished your studies by now then? Mm -hmm. What did you study? Accounting. Oh wow. I just, I'm smiling on the inside. You can't see my smile. Right. That was my first degree. Oh really? I did not like it. Me neither. <laughs> Tell me like all it. about it. I don't like it. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm always thinking about quitting my job. Oh, <laughs> so. I'm sorry to hear. That's fine. It's, it's, accounting is just um, boring. Let me ask you two things, because I, I don't disagree with you. <laughs> so one, I will ask you, may I ask how old you are? I'm 26. 26, and if you could choose again, mm -hmm. 
which would you like which major? Uh, yeah, which major? Computer which science. Computer science. Like you're locked into your present career for life? No. Okay. So you still have some ideas of where you want to go in the future? Oh, yeah, for sure. Very good. Like I said, it was my first degree. Mm -hmm. After what? I finished it, I didn't even bother continuing on. Right. What's job? I said, I'm, um, I'm going to find something else. <laughs> right. And I went and I discovered another degree that I was not interested in. And then I confirmed with that degree. I did not like that one either. Oh, what's your second? Sciences. Oh. Yeah. And then after that, I went on and did um, English and philosophy. Ooh, wow. And then I fell in love with those. That sounds great, but definitely not for me. For like a non-native speaker, I'm like, that sounds too hard. Uh, <laughs> Just straight from listening to it, it's yeah. definitely a lot of reading, a yeah. lot of papers. Yeah. I'm better with numbers, so like that's definitely amazing major. Yes. But hard, I really hard, at least for me. Sure, I can understand. Even even for native speakers, it is extremely challenging. Um, right. I think I just have. I'm interested in the language English specifically because that's the one we all speak here, mm -hmm. and communication is already a challenge for everyone. Oh, for, for starters. Sure. But I wanted to increase my proficiency in being able to communicate using the language mm -hmm. in creative ways. And then the philosophy, I think the biggest way that helped me personally was how to think about ideas mm -hmm. and how to um, formulate and assess the strength of an idea. Mm -hmm. And so I, I use the English language to think about ideas and communicate them so that others can understand them and so that's why I love the two together. Wow, it reminds me of one of my um one of my second year. He um he his first major is accounting as well. Okay. But he I think he minored in philosophy. And we were we were chatting always and he's like, Oh I should have gone with philosophy. I was like you should have <laughs> <laughs> I think the biggest thing I like about my experience growing up Mm -hmm. I used to think that I had to have everything finished and finalized by the time I grew up. No. But now I understand that it's always just a process of change if you're growing, yeah. you know? Yeah, for sure. Cynthia, um, when I don't drive my Uber, one thing I like doing is sharing my experience as an Uber driver. Mm -hmm. Meeting people and the conversations I share with them. With right. those I have um, connection with on the internet. Mm -hmm. I never do it unless I have permission. Right. And I, it's a short ride, but I really was enjoying it. Do you feel comfortable? Feel free to say no if you don't. Uh -huh. For me to share our conversation on the internet. Uh, I would love for you to say no if you don't feel comfortable, because that's a very important answer for me too. Right, right. Yeah. I'm just trying to think what we discussed. I think that's fine. That's all right? Yeah. Okay. I just cool. want to make sure you're okay with Yeah, I'm fine. I didn't. Because it's your privacy. No, you didn't say anything out of untoward or anything like that. Yeah. Maybe like not the part of me not liking the, like I mean yeah I didn't mention my company so that's probably fine. You didn't. <laughs> so, so that's it's fine. It's okay. Yeah, no one knows which company I'm talking about, so that's Absolutely. that's good. I just want to make sure I was honoring yeah. your privacy again. Cool, awesome. I hope I see you again. Sounds good. You probably will because I don't have a car. Oh, <laughs> I would be delighted then. Awesome. I'll Enjoy see you next time. Yeah, I Bye. Oh, you just fought because of the uh, cars. Yeah, just a little bit. That's okay. We got it in there. Oh.
Awesome. How is your day going? Maria, it's going pretty well. Thanks for awesome. asking. Awesome. It is Sunday. I know. A sunny day. Oh, yeah, right. compared to yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday, yesterday was just like ah. A little bit different yesterday. Yeah. Not so ideal then, but. Yeah. How was your day going? Uh, it was good. Yeah. Good. Uh, had time to bike earlier and yeah. Nice. On some trails around the area here. Yeah, just that. Oh man. Yeah, because of the weather yesterday, right? Now yeah. everybody wants to be out, out, out. Yes. Yeah. And those lime, those electric scooters oh, yeah. are not even making it any fun. No. <laughs> just. It is a bit of a challenge that way, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, they should have just kept the bikes instead of those e-scooters. You know, I don't see the bikes anymore, though. Yeah, because they took them out and, you know, I mean, well, retained those, yeah, like, like that stupid scooter. So they weren't as popular, I'm guessing. Well, I guess so. Nobody yeah. wants to exercise, right? <laughs> the option is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. go for the easier route. Yeah, yeah. Which is, uh, Did you use those bikes? Which one? The, the electric bike. I used them um, in Montreal. Okay. Cause, yeah, cause, and, and in Barcelona, because they have those, you know, the, yeah. that, you, that you just uh, use your card and then rent it out, right? Sure enough. Sure yeah. Enough. yeah. But, yeah. But and the scooters, I'm not a big fan. And they're getting so popular that people are buying their own now. Have you seen Well, that? yeah, 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 which yeah. makes sense, right? Well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, if you are so into it, might as well just... But the thing is, I, I almost think that they're going to have some new bylaws yeah. specifically geared for helping regulate this form of travel now because I think it was last year the concern was they're on the sidewalks. Oh, the road, yeah, definitely, right? And I so mean, the speed that they're able to get to uh -huh. is safe. And so, exactly. I almost imagine that they're going to maybe start implementing some. Oh, in fact, I heard from one of my riders uh, just recently that yeah. they've already started regulating these once for hire, like the ones you can rent. Mm -hmm. And they only go so far outside of the downtown area before they power down and just oh. don't work anymore. Oh. So, you remember how before people would just drive them all over the city, right? I mean, you see them up in the suburbs and oh, different areas. Oh, okay. Well, now apparently they don't let them do that. Oh, um, okay. So they're just concentrated yeah, down yeah. here. Yeah, now it's just oh. downtown. Sucks and then to in be certain me. areas, uh, like Stevens Avenue, mm -hmm. they are already zoned to like drive, drive at a slower speed so you can't go very fast in those pedestrian areas. So Well, if, if, it is, if it's pedestrian areas, they shouldn't go in there because right. it's a motorized thing right yeah, yeah i mean if bikes cannot go in there yeah then oh, bikes can't go in there i don't know i mean if it's a pedestrian air then yeah. you know the only the only entity you should see there are you know people walking right right yeah not even bikes or anything if sure it's pedestrian enough. area yeah i mean that's what i like about in europe i mean if if it's a pedestrian area strictly for walking or whatnot if mm -hmm. you're a bike or what whatever you're not allowed in there where in Europe were you? Um, I, I just travel a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I go in Spain, Italy, okay. Germany, yeah. You say it as if it's like just no big deal, whereas for most people they're like, that seems like the typical lifetime. <laughs> no. No, it just, Was it work that took you there? No, it's just uh, I work a lot here and then th that is just my my outlet. Ah, <laughs> uh, I right? understand. So you yeah. Yeah, gotcha. And about you? Aside from Uber, what, what keeps you busy? Well, aside from Uber, I do create a lot of video content on my social platforms. That ah. gives a lot of my interests and so on. So that keeps me busy. What kind of uh, 
um, contents? contents have you done so far? Oh, look at this. I wonder what's going on here. Oh, they're just patrolling, eh? Yeah. What kind of content have I done? Yeah. Um, so I create a lot of videos based oh. on my job as an Uber driver. I uh -huh. love sharing the experiences I have when yeah. I have permission with my riders. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, yeah, I love sharing the conversations I have. The At the very heart of it, I would say, Maria, I'm very much interested in encouraging what kindness looks like amongst humans. Oh, yeah. And I think maybe a bit in short supply today. And so oh, of course, For yeah. my part, I like to model what it could look like and mm -hmm. encourage my followers towards something similar and saying, how could you interact with your world, especially those people that you may not know or understand, and mm -hmm. come up points of engaging them with... Speed and red light camera in 300 drive, meters. All those things Speed really limit important. is 50 so kilometers per hour. That's how my content is primarily based oh. around. opportunity that I didn't see being received so well by mm -hmm. my audience oh. but that's the encouraging part is how well they resonate with it and yeah. um, interact with it too it's um, it, it inspires and encourages them and so that really makes me encouraged in my own context too great yeah that's what that's I do good. when I'm not driving oh yeah, yeah this is my main job here it's awesome thank you yeah it's a little unexpected way of get, getting there, but I find it. Very oh yeah! Oh, if the interest is there, right? That's the that's the starter. One of the ways I put it, Maria, is I love this job as an Uber driver because it really provides me an excuse mm -hmm. to meet and connect and interact with many people, diverse group of people, right? Mm -hmm. It's a little bit easier meeting people this way than walking up to them uh, with no cold, um, yeah, with no advanced purpose yeah and saying i have this idea would you be willing to talk to a stranger oh definitely yeah yeah so that's what, yeah that's what i like about traveling too i mean yeah I, I usually travel alone and you know i mean it it never gets bored yeah it's just you know i meet a lot of people and yeah um which uh continents have you not been to yet I've never been to Australia. I've never been to Africa. I wanted to go there yeah. during the World Cup, but my co-workers were like the mamas there always been. They're like, don't go there, don't go there. It's like, what? It's going to be fun. Uh -huh. And they're like, no, 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 no. Don't go there. It's like, damn. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I've never been to Africa. I would love to go there. Where in Africa would you turn? Uh, oh, I want to go to Botswana. I just wanted oh. to go to... Um, What's in Botswana? Uh, the safaris. Yeah. I just want to go there. So I grew up in Kenya. Oh, you did? I did. Holy! How is it over there? <laughs> I met one girl. Yes. I'm, I called her um, Princess Kenya. <laughs> I met, yeah, because, oh my God, yeah. Because she, yeah, she's really wonderful. I met yeah. her in Brazil. Yeah. And she said, oh, we want to see the sunrise. And we're like, I'm, because we, we, it was World Cup back then. And yes. I was just like, pissed drunk already. I was like, Seriously, our hostel is just over there. It's like, no, 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 freshen up. I always want to sleep outside. Why sleep outside when there's a bed waiting for me? <laughs> just like, please, Maria. I'm like, okay, fine. So, yeah, and oh my God, yeah. So, she was just like sleeping and I was wide awake because, I mean, it was, yeah. a, it, was a, it was a beach town, but yeah. still, you know, I mean, yeah. two women. I don't know if, you know, when we open our eyes, what will be staring at right. us, right? So, right. yeah, so I said, okay, fine. You just, you just sleep and now I'll keep an eye on us. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then, I, and then I woke her up. And I, and yeah. she said, is the sun right up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go look. I'll go sleep. <laughs> <laughs> she said, no, 
watching this music. I've seen so many sunsets and sunrises in my life. I need sleep. I <laughs> know <laughs> yeah. my priority list at this moment right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I keep calling you Princess Kenya. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, she's, uh, yeah, she's awesome. Okay, tell me, which significant ways do you benefit as a person because of your ability to travel and see many different things around the world? For one, directions. <laughs> I can be directionally challenged at times, but yeah. maybe um, out of ten, I've been correct nine out of ten. Okay. So that's <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. So yeah. Think, and you know, and yeah. you know, just to interact with people yeah. randomly, if I wish to, if yeah. I'm in the mood or anything. Yeah. And you know, I mean, yeah, that's what I like about it. And you know, yeah. immersing in the culture, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you can only read about it, hear about it, but yeah. it's different when you go into a place and yeah, you learn about the people, how they live at least yeah. for the time being that yeah. you are there. Yeah. So yeah, and you know, having that time to be culturally aware, you know, that this is not the only way yeah. how people live. Yeah. You know, let's see. Which is interesting because even as I talk to many of my contacts and friends here, one of the things I often find myself reminding them is that this, this experience that you live, this life that you live here, mm -hmm. is very, it's a minority in the in reference oh, yeah. to the whole world. Yeah. And the whole world is actually more unfriendly. <clears throat> so it's, uh, yeah, it's it, it's it's a difficult thing to say. This um, accessibility you have to the life you have here, mm -hmm. the things you value, is not even in any frame of reference. Like. Uh, there are individuals who are born in the slums in India, for example, yeah. who will never see the light or glimmer of opportunity yeah. ever move outside of that circumstance. Yeah, there is true. women living in um, in countries where they don't have any entity uh, for human rights mm -hmm, yeah. in reference to women. You know, it's just, just such different ideas exactly. out there. You know, I mean, and I, I'm from the Philippines. I mean, yeah. I've seen how, you know, yeah. how it is to be in a third world and everything. So. You know, sometimes when I feel like, oh, I'm this blah, 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 I'm just like, stop it. You've seen worse. You know, and perspective is, for contrast, it's yeah. really helpful, isn't it? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it's like, right. yeah, so I'm just like, and yeah, it's just. Okay, the most inspiring like, places you've been to, followed by the most challenging, where you're like, oh, this is not fun, but I'm glad to have this experience. Oh, um, what is it? The most challenging? Yes, the most challenging where you're thinking. I think it could be Japan just because I don't know Japanese. Okay. But, you know, I had my pocket Wi Fi, so I was like, okay, I can do this. Yeah. yeah. And I think, yeah, one is as well Germany because I don't speak the language and I don't, I don't like, you know, excusing myself. Sorry, I don't speak the language. Yeah. I feel like stupid like that. Because I, I only, because I don't, Guten Abend, that's all I know. But, and then I, you know, I just excuse myself, sorry, I don't speak German, mm -hmm. do you speak English? That's, you know, it's yeah. just... So you try to understand as best as you can before you go, but you don't like having a, a separation by communication. Yeah. Speed and red light like camera you know, in 300 yeah. meters. It's important. Speed limit yeah. is 60 kilometers yeah. per hour. I think the most challenging one would be in Peru, Peru. when I went to that um, Rainbow Mountain, just because of my own stupidity. I did not acclimatize oh, properly in Cusco. Yeah. And that one was so high and yeah, yeah I just went there but oh my god, the altitude sickness was just like, oh Speed my lord, I just want to cut my head off. 
fantastic. It was so bad. It yeah. was yeah. If you ever experienced migraine, yeah. it it could be migraine a hundred million times. Like the only relief would be just to re literally chop your head off. Wow. It was so bad. Really? Yeah. And how long did that last for? I think a good two hours max. Okay. Yeah, and then we have we because I joined the tour group and then we had we went on a van and of course um, the roads weren't that good uh, yeah. uh, by the mountain so yeah. each movement of the tires I could feel it I'm just like kill me now kill me now but yeah but, but I enjoyed it yeah, yeah I enjoyed it that's really neat and the best place that you still remember for very good reasons oh Jericho Aquara in Brazil okay. it was it was a uh, beach town yeah but it, it was so far away yeah. from the main city. Yeah. I think it's about four hours drive. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, um, at nighttime, mm -hmm. oh my God, the stars are like, I, I was like, if this is how it like to be on acid, this will be it probably. <laughs> I was like, yeah, just like, it's like the stars are just right in front of your face. Wow. It was so nice. Yeah, the, the driver, he stopped because it has so many sand dunes. Yeah. And it was a really clear night, yeah. and he stopped, and he's like, "Go out, go out!" And then we saw the night, uh, the night sky. It was it was just amazing. amazing. Yeah, it was amazing, and yeah. That is pretty stellar. It was really yeah. That's really cool. And you came to Canada around what time? When I was eight years old. Really? Yeah. Oh wow! We grew up here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. awesome. I basically grew up here, but. One of the things I've really enjoyed, one, yeah. of course, I still have my experience back in uh, Kenya where I grew up. Yeah. I was born in Ethiopia, but I grew up in Kenya. Mm -hmm. And that also mixed with the dynamic where basically it's the world coming here now, trying to find a new life. But in coming here, they still bring their experiences and their culture and their traditions yeah. that I, I very much enjoy still interacting with and learning as best as I can. Yeah. You still speak your own language? It's just a little bit. Oh, just okay. a little bit, yeah. I mean, I can understand it fairly well, mm -hmm. but uh, communicating that takes a lot more effort for me to do that. Your parents still speak oh, it? Oh, they do. Uh, my mom passed away last year. But, oh, sorry to uh, But that. yeah, they still did. Uh-huh. Um, I would say like languages. Mm -hmm. Some people love languages and learning languages. Yeah. I'm not one of them. Really? <laughs> no, I, I love see, it. I, I love it. I love connecting with people through language yeah so that's why I love the English language I teach it I, I am very well versed in it yeah, yeah. And yet if I had to go to a different country mm -hmm. where it's uh, it's not the common language I would want to learn that language as well uh, as I can. and what language that. and what language are you interested in learning I'm not oh, oh yeah of course <laughs> only if I have to if only if you necessity. have to. but if, for example if yes. you're going a, a foreign country yes, which then, one would it be oh um, I don't know yet. You don't See, know yet. <laughs> I, want, I, I, I want to explore uh -huh. the world still. I yeah. want to go and experience for myself uh -huh. so that I can have your experiences and Oh yeah. You, you'll go do it. Once the world opens, once yeah. it's real safe, Yeah. go do I it. Will, I will definitely be taking that opportunity. Go do it. Maria, I, I really enjoyed this conversation. I want to ask if you're comfortable with me sharing with my followers. Sure, yeah, Please why not? Please feel free to say no if you don't. It's all right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is this the right spot, by the way? I hope so. Sure. Um, or somewhere. <laughs> there is original doors. Let me take you to the front, not the back door. 
Yeah, <laughs> I think and that's, that's great. <laughs> Let me take you to the front door. Thank you. But oh yeah, I would love that only if you feel comfortable. And I mean, I think yeah, I w <laughs> your perspectives are so deliciously enriching. Thank you. The front door here, I think. Yeah, well, it's fine. Yeah, I can go in there. No worries. I'm very happy to meet you. Though. Yeah, glad to meet you too. I hope I see you again sometime yeah, along sure. the way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No you. worries. Yeah. Yeah. You drive safe and enjoy the rest of the Sunday. Thank you, Maria. All right. See ya. Bye.